Amen and amen. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. There is an adage in Yoruba language. I will transliterate. It says, when your prosperity comes, you cover it with your hand so that the enemy will not know and spoil. And somebody will add, it's because his prosperity is small. <laughs> when it is such as the one you can't cover with your hand, the one that overflows, the one that you try to, you know, cover up. But the blessing says, no, I choose for you to be known as a praise unto the Lord. I choose for men to see this glory. You can't cover it. Hallelujah. They must know. Tell your neighbor they must know. Hallelujah. Yalaya sweet psalmist. You have blessed us tonight. You are blessed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Have a brief period to share God's word with us. And I trust the Lord to get across to us. And I know we all will be richly blessed in Jesus' name. Father, thank you because you have a word for us. Thank you, Lord, because there is that which it is written concerning us to manifest tonight and that we will experience in the name of Jesus Lord the Israelites were in the wilderness and you took notice of every one of them so that none suffered that's how detailed you can be so we know in this house everyone here present those watching online you are watching over us and your word you will cause to bring to come into our lives and bring about performances for there will be performances in every life in the name of Jesus no one will be left behind in the name of Jesus choir can you just sweet Sam, can you help me Bubuaye, bubu, aye, beje suga, hanga, awole us 
to bring about greatness and wonders in our lives. Father, we receive everything you have in mind tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Our theme this year, it's a command. It is a command. And what is it? Thrive. 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 Let the bell ring in your heart. Let there be reverberation of the word. Let it come like a song. Let it come like a poem. Let it come like the word of the Lord. Let it, let, let it come into your heart. Let there be a space for it in your spirit. And run with it. Throughout this year and throughout the days of your life. Thrive. Thrive. It's a word of command that must be obeyed. And maybe you're saying, I lack the power to obey this command. I don't have the power within me to obey this command. Yes, you are right because the power is not of you. For the excellence of the power is not of us, but of him. So it's not what you will do by your power. Or by your might, it's worth the treasure in this ardent vessel we make happen. Hallelujah. Zerubbabel was to build a temple for the Lord. And he must have considered the temple that was there before the command came for him to build a new temple. The former temple was magnificent. But then it came down to rubbles. And the command came unto Zerubbabel to build again. And he must have asked himself, where is the gold? Like the one Solomon had to build with. Where is the silver? Like Solomon had to build the iron, the stones, the log. Solomon had all this in abundance. And he built with this material. And then out of this material came out a magnificent building. Zerubbabel must have told himself, this is a great task that probably is impossible to do. But then the word of the Lord came unto Zerubbabel. Listen, this year 2024, let the word of the Lord come to you. Oh, this year, let it be by the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord brings all things unto settlement. The word of the Lord we bring, you know, answers to questions arising from assignments given to you. You have things you have in mind to do, but you look at yourself as a midget. You look at the gigantic project 
And you say, there's no way this can be done. The word of God says it can be done. Because the command for us this year is thrive. So the word of the Lord came to Zerubbabel. And the word says, not by power. Don't look at what you have or you don't have. Don't consider circumstances around you. Don't consider the failures of the past. Not by power. It's not going to happen by the reasoning of man. Because the reasoning of man is always limited. Not by power. Not by might. But by my spirit. And if you are like, am I sure this is coming from the Lord? Hallelujah. It ends by saying, Seer the Lord of hosts. So the Lord of hosts is saying to us this evening that I've issued you a command to thrive not by power, not by might, but by my spirit. And we are going to look at a trigger for thriving. Just one. Psalm 112 tells us that trigger. Now, the trigger is like a small device that when it is set, it spills out contents. Once it is pulled, spills out contents. What readily comes to mind as a gun, shotgun, for instance. Once you pull the trigger, what comes out? Bullets. Hallelujah. And I was so blessed when Pastor Lakba yesterday said that thriving is founded upon the blessing. Child of God, the blessing is active over your life. The blessing is the programming language inside you. There is a code inside you that that expresses itself you know inside you and outside of you but you must let it happen hallelujah the blessing is a programming language inside of us hallelujah if you like call it ara ara means ara is the Yoruba uh, language ara means Things that are awesome in nature that can be done through you. God wants to do Ara through you. The programming for that is already inside of you. Reason why God, God said not by power, not by mind, but by my spirit, see the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The first man, when the Lord made the first man, Adam, and God said in his heart that this man must produce Ara, he knew he had to empower him. 
And so in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Hallelujah. And the Lord blessed them. And the Lord said, be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish the earth. Subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea. Over the fowl of the, of the air. And over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. God was like, I want you to replicate my greatness on earth. And I'm empowering you to do so. They lost it, but we got it back in Jesus Christ. Can you say, I've got it back in Christ Jesus? Oh, can you say, I have it back in Christ Jesus? Oh, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Oh, I am complete in him. Hallelujah. Greatness resides in me. And it must be shown. Men must see it. Men must handle it. Because that is the design. Hallelujah. So by the power of the blessing today, God is commanding you, thrive. Therefore, if the blessing is like a shotgun, and the bullet is thrive, thrive, flourish. So in that shotgun, you have the bullet flourish. You have the bullet grow. You have the bullet subdue. You have the bullet expand. In fact, you have the bullet develop vigorously. Synonyms that we've had in the last three days. If you can recall those synonyms. All those synonyms are the bullet inside that shotgun. Onto thriving. The shotgun is the blessing. And there's one trigger I want to throw at us tonight. And that trigger is in Psalm 112 and verse 1 and 2. It is the trigger of the fear of God. This year, child of God, walk in the fear of the Lord. As you do so, you keep pulling the trigger and bullets keep going out. And you'll be shooting onto precision. You set your heart on a particular project. You shoot at it and it comes to pass. You step out by faith to attain whatever and you go in the fear of God and it happens. Hallelujah. Psalm 112 verse 1. Praise you the Lord. Blessed is the man. Somebody say I'm blessed. Ah. I'm blessed. Can you say I'm blessed? Say it again. I'm blessed. Oh, I'm blessed. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. That feareth the Lord. He fears the Lord. We are talking of reverential fear. We are talking of holy fear. We, we are talking of loving the Lord fearfully. We, we are talking about pleasing the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed is that man that fears the Lord. And you may be wondering, okay, what do I do to, for me to know I fear the Lord? Number one. He delights greatly in his commandments. God's commandments are your commandments to obey. God's commandments are for you to obey. Instructions are for you to obey. It's a very simple thing. Very simple thing. Very simple thing. So in John chapter 2, 
there was commotion in an event. Wine finished. And the solution was in the house, Jesus Christ. And Mary, the mother of Jesus, simply told the waiters, whatever he asks you to do, do it. Instructions. And Jesus gave commandments. They followed instructions. Commandments were issued. They obeyed. And water turned to wine. This year, 2024, water will turn to wine. On the strength of instructions, on the strength of obedience, water will turn to wine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So he delights in the commandment of God. That is the man that is blessed. Because that is the man that fears the Lord. The Bible also says that he's gracious, generous, compassionate. Verse 5 of Psalm 112. The same man that fears the Lord is gracious, compassionate. It says light shines in the darkness for the godly. That's verse 4 of Psalm 112. They are generous, compassionate, and righteous. Verse 5. Good comes to those who lend money generously and conduct their business fairly. So the one that fears the Lord is the one that gives from what he has to bless others. Don't close your eyes at the evils in the land. Whatever you can do about that, do it. If there's luck around you this year, fix it. If you see a need, make provision for it. Put smile in somebody's face this year. Walk in this and pull the trigger and drive. Hallelujah. So the one that fears the Lord delights in the word of the Lord, the commandments of the Lord. The one that fears the Lord is generous, is compassionate. And all of this embedded in love. So this year, love. Enough of hatred. Enough of malice. Enough of things that trigger bitterness. Love. Be compassionate. And experience driving. Verse 7 and 8. They do not fear bad news. That's why I'm ending it tonight. They do not fear bad news. They, confi they conf confidently trust the Lord. I'm reading from NLT version. They do not fear bad news. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. They are confident and fearless and can face their foes triumphantly. Hey, this year stand tall. 
No matter what you face, stand tall. Let Goliath come to tongues. Stand tall like David. Let the intimidating mountain stand before you and let that storm come after you. <laughs> let the storm come after you. Let it come after you. Let it come after you. Let it come after you. I don't know who I'm talking to this evening. Let that storm come after you. No, no, no. Let it come. Let it come. Let it come. For there is a river. There is a river in the city of God, Zion, that you have. The streams whereof make it glad the city of God. Oh, the storm will come, but I'm glad. Because the river inside of me says, be glad. Hallelujah. Oh, have you seen a river that overwhelms a storm before? Oh, you might not have seen it, but in the spiritual it happens. Oh, it might come like a flood, but the spirit of the Lord will lift a standard against it. That is the Holy Spirit in action. Hallelujah. He that fears the Lord does not fear. He that fears the Lord obeys the commandment, fear not. Hallelujah. What has assailed you up till now? Fear not. Genesis chapter 15 verse 1. Genesis chapter 15 verse 1. The Bible says, And these things, sorry, after these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram. After these things. Which things? Well, we need to go through verse chapter 14 to check what those things were. In chapter 14, he had just had a wonderful exploit. How that he went to rescue Lot with just 318 servants in his house, like we had yesterday. Oh, great exploit. And you would have thought that Abraham, oh, to have done that, must be a man without issues in life. But come to chapter 15. God told him, after that exploit, what did God say? Fear not, Abraham. Why would God say, fear not, Abraham? Reading down, you will understand. Because after God said all of that, God, Abraham now said, am I going to die childless? That was the fear. He had exploits just a chapter away. But there was something that was overriding him. And he had prayed and prayed and prayed. Maybe you have had exploits in an area of life before. Maybe you have trophies in your house. Maybe, maybe you have had it good in certain area of life. And maybe you're not saying, if only this can be replicated in this particular one. I have news for you. Hallelujah. Like Abraham, you will even thrive. Hallelujah. If he did it for other aspects of your life, he will do it in that aspect of your life. He will. Because six chapters after chapter 15, Genesis chapter 21 and verse 1, please bring it up as I begin to round up. Genesis 21 and verse 1. And the Lord visited Sarah. 
as he had said. And the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. And of course, Abraham became glad. The trigger is the fear of God. Obey instructions. This year, obey instructions. This year, be generous, be compassionate, live in love this year, and don't cast away your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. For after you have believed, the Bible says you should wait patiently. For he that has promised will bring it to pass. He will not tarry. He will come. He will come. Since chapters, between chapter 15 of fear not to chapter 21, Abraham had to wait patiently. Romans chapter 4 tells us what he did in those six chapters, waiting. In Romans chapter 6, from verses 10. Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace. To the end the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham. Who is the father of us all? As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him who he believed, even God. Who quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were. Who against hope? Now, these were things that Abraham did between chapter 15 and verse, uh, chapter 21. Who against hope? Who against hope? Hallelujah. Who against hope? I've this body in my spirit for someone here. The, the, the only tag you can give that thing is it has died. Dead. That's the tag you can put on it. Dead. I don't know what it is, but the tag you can put on that thing is dead. Hope lost. Ah. Against hope. Hope is rising. Tonight. Against hope. Hope is rising. Dead womb will come alive again. In the name of Jesus. They have given it all manner of labels. From the ovary to the ovidox to the service. To all they've labeled. They've given all manner of labels. Against hope. Hope is rising tonight. In the name of Jesus. Who against hope believed in hope. That he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken. So shall thy seed be. And be not weak in faith. He considered not his own body now dead. So while waiting. He didn't give consideration to the situation. When he was about 100 years old. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God. Through unbelief. But was strong in faith. Giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. And therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. Hallelujah. 
that was Abraham for you between chapter 15 and chapter 21. He didn't stagger. He held on to the promise of the Lord. Fear evaporated. Fear will come knocking. He will tell fear, I'm standing on the promise. Bow down your heads as we pray tonight. It was my call a few years back to handle a case of difficult bath of a cow in my place of work. I was the one on duty. That was the last thing on my mind that I would be called to do that day. And I came and I looked at the cow struggling to deliver. I checked through and I saw there was a breach. And as an expert, I believed I could handle it. And I did all my manipulations as I had been taught and as I had done before. But this case was different. And I kept at it until I almost collapsed. I became so weak. I haven't tried all. And then I almost gave up. And I asked for our surgical team to come and open up and bring out the baby. They arrived and they were about to set out for surgery. Then I had a strong impression on my spirit. Do it one more time. And I told them, let me do it one more time. And I did it one more time. Unknown to me, all my attempts to bring the baby out had given strength to the uterus to also push the baby out. But I couldn't see what was happening inside. So I believed that nothing was happening. I never knew that my little manipulation here, manipulation there, was actually helping the uterus to bring this baby out gradually. But I couldn't see. And so I believed nothing was happening. And I almost gave up. But I followed that impression. And I said, let's do it one more time. And that one more time, I thought it was going to be by power again and by might again. But no, it was an answer to prayer that I got. As I put in my hand and I was about to pull, the baby itself was eager to come out. I even thought by then it would have died. But I brought out a live baby. I gave it a name. Kokumo Saturday. It happened on a Saturday. And I said, Kokumo Saturday. I give you that labor. Listen, your prayers that have gone before now over that matter. And you felt God had done nothing about it. It's just one more push that you need. Just one more push. Can you stand on your feet? And tonight, give that one more push. And you know what that push is going to be? It's going to be praise. Praise him over it. Praise him over it. Praise him over it. Praise him over it. So I praise you over that issue.
I praise you over that matter. That which has taught my thriving. That which has not allowed that aspect of my life to show forth your praise and glory. Tonight I give a push of praise. I say, Father, you have done it and I give you thanks. I say, Father, you have accomplished it. I give you thanks. I say, Father, it is done. I give you thanks. I appreciate you, Lord. Thank you, mighty Father. Thank you, mighty Father. I stand this night and I declare in the name of Jesus that between now and our next anniversary, you will say like Sarah, the Lord has made me laugh. And people around me will laugh with me. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Let's have a seat. You are out there. You have not given your life to Christ. Just in one minute, place your hand across your chest and let me pray for you. You are saying, I'm not born again. And I want Christ. I want to receive him. Hallelujah. Anybody like that? I can't see anyone doing that. Amen and amen. Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise. In Jesus' name.